This may not be the optimal market to start DCAing into coins for long-term holds, but right now is the optimal time for trading with a lot of amazing trade setups presenting themselves every single week. So in today's video, I'm going to run through the 14, yes, 14 trade setups, all of which are long setups this week, because you know what happens when you try to fight the trend, you get wrecked. This is a market where as long as the uptrend lasts, the trend is your friend until the end of the trend. And that means we long more than we short. Um, so today I have 14 long setups I want to discuss with you. Um, most of the setups are a little bit shorter term, like mostly focused on this week, but a couple are a little bit longer term. I would say like in the three to four month range, not focusing on super long term trades here, but uh, still definitely going to have some alpha for you in today's video as to what altcoins I think could be part of a rotation as we're seeing right now, basically narratives hop um, from you know narrative to narrative as traders seem to be rotating profits into different sectors. And we're going to discuss where I think that rotation can take us 14 very different altcoins in today's show. Going to cover a couple narratives like gaming, like ZK, and hopefully you enjoy. Smash the like button if you are enjoying the content at the moment. Let's just start with Bitcoin. An interesting observation to make on Bitcoin is that the last time it had four consecutive weekly candles in a row to the upside, as you can see, like we have currently gotten, it actually did this in early January and ended up reversing for two weeks before continuing an uptrend. So, I mean, just because it happened once doesn't mean we're necessarily going to get like a sustained pullback now. But I think what needs to happen and what the market is already starting to show us with the weekly open here is that Bitcoin needs a little bit of a cool down. Now, a cool down is not bad for altcoins. A cool down, if Bitcoin just moves sideways, maybe a little bit down, is actually good for altcoins because it gives the alt some breathing room. It takes the wind out of Bitcoin sales a little bit and gives the alt some room to run. So what I want to see longer term is definitely a sustained increase in Bitcoin dollars. Dominance that shows liquidity is flowing into Bitcoin, and then eventually I want to see that siphon off into the alts. So I actually want to see dominance pushing up to 60% for a really healthy uh, market so altcoins can have a sustained run. But for now, if Bitcoin just cools and alts run a little bit, uh, that's okay for now. Another interesting thing to note is that Bloomberg analysts still expect a 90% chance of a Bitcoin spot ETF approval by the 10th of January. At the moment, the SEC has another five days to approve an ETF. If they don't approve it, then they're going to have to delay until January. So we could actually see an approval this week. I don't think this will be the case, but it is a possibility given the fact this week we are in an approval window. So definitely look for some volatility on Bitcoin. All right, let's get into the official list of altcoins that I'm looking at my weekly watch list. By the way, this is a show that I've been doing pretty much every week, but obviously now there's X attention on this show because we're finally getting some market movers. If you looked at my watch list last week, basically, I think six out of the seven tokens that I listed all ended up in profits. Um, we had some amazing trades from that watch list. So congratulations to everyone that got involved there. Hopefully from this week's watch list, similarly, we have some good trades that come out of this one as well. The first place I want to start is ThorChain. What you need to understand about ThorChain is that it's the ultimate bull market token. Because of its reflexive mechanism, the more capital that goes into Rune, 
basically the better the yields end up being because they need to incentivize LPs to stake tokens in the pools to balance out the rune LP because rune is pumped in price, right? So when you have a higher APR, a lot of people ape into rune, increasing the TVL. We can see the TVL is skyrocketing at the moment, as you can see here. And what that means is that rune has this really explosive effect, this compounding effect, this flywheel when the market starts to deposit into rune. So rune is actually pretty much the ultimate bull market token. In a bear market, it's the opposite. It's one of the worst tokens because it gets hit really hard the other way when the room price is going down The yields tank a lot of people exit the ecosystem because remember to facilitate omni-chain swaps, what Rune does is it basically has LPs where you're required to hold an asset one-to-one -one with Rune. So if you want to swap from, let's say, Ethereum to Bitcoin, you're going to need in the Omni pool um, your Rune pairing with Ethereum and Bitcoin in order to facilitate that swap. So that's why in a bull market it does really well and in a bear market it does really bad. But because we're in a, a bull trend at the moment, Rune is clearly performing really well. It's one of the strongest performers in the market at the moment. And for that reason, if we do see a pullback like we're seeing right now, this this is one that I'll look to ladder into on continuation. As I mentioned at the start of the video, this is a this is really a trader's market, and it's a market where you probably want to be longing more than you are shorting. And when we're longing more than we're shorting, we want to look at the strongest coins. There are a few rotational plays that I want to talk about in today's show, but generally, um, you want to look at the strongest coins, and on any major pullbacks, you can use them as dip buying opportunities, not for spot, but for trades only. So Depending on your risk tolerance, you can use different amounts of leverage. Some people, if you have more capital, you'll prefer spot trading. For me, I actually do a fair bit of spot trading. So I might go in with a bigger position or a low leverage position because I don't want to get wicked out like we saw on the 10th of November. Um, but here are some levels that you can look at to enter Rune on the pullback. The major level I'm looking at is this cross section here between the horizontal and the upwards diagonal trend, which comes at around $4. If Rune somehow makes its way back down there, I don't think it will. This would be an amazing zone to do some buying. Um, if not, then you do have this zone right here at the 4.7 area that could be an interesting look as a small uh, ladder in zone. You could probably ladder in here and then your last gasp is at $3.60. If it starts breaking this trend, that then that looks really bad that it's just going to reverse all the way back down. I don't think that's going to happen though. I think momentum for Rune has been upwards and as such, we should treat it with respect and it's certainly one I'm looking to have a nibble at um, if we continue to get any sort of sustained pullback. In terms of trading, of course, not long-term. Long-term positions will be on more key high time frame supports. If you want to learn a bit more about that, I actually uploaded a video called If You Missed the Crypto Rally Follows This Exact Roadmap, which talks about long-term investing. So today's the short-term show. Yesterday, if you go onto the channel and go onto my playlist, and there's also a playlist linked in the description, um, that will give you your roadmap for the spot side of things. And in terms of buying spot rune, you want to be doing so on key support levels on the higher time frames because we don't like to buy long-term positions on the shorter time frames. It just doesn't make, or, or the lower time frames, it just doesn't make any sense, right? ThorSwap's an interesting play, now starting to wake up as well, being the main decks on Rune. This is definitely a, a Thor beta play, or a Rune beta play rather. So Thor is definitely what I'm looking at in a similar gist to what I'm doing with Rune. Any major pullbacks, probably going to gobble them up from a trading point of view. And you can also see they closed with an all-time high trading volume right now. Um, a lot of people are actually using Rune to swap, which is an amazing thing um, and great for the ecosystem. So that's Rune. Now I want to talk about Solana because Solana is in a similar position to Rune in the sense that it's been one of the most explosive price movers, um, but it's kind of in an interesting spot, right? Because it's come all the way up from what? 
$15 to $53 in price. It actually hit 60 for a brief period of time. Uh, spot holders don't know if they should take profits here. Um, traders don't know if they should be longing here. It's kind of in a weird position. But if we look at Sol, we can see that it broke above the key weekly resistance at the $48 level. So for me, a pullback into this zone, similar to Rune, would be a, a buying opportunity. Because I think what tends to happen with these coins is the most explosive move happens last. We haven't, I don't, think seen that blow off top yet and i may be wrong this 65 dollar zone could have been its blow off top but i still have a feeling that we get that final thrust from solana that just squeezes all those shorts that are now starting to pile up a little bit um and that will be your final blow off top for solana so because i think there's a tiny bit of juice left in the lemon here i would be looking at any major pullback similarly to rune continuing to ladder in until the trend reverses Happy to kind of lose a bit of money trying to play this game, considering that the upside is fairly immense, in my opinion, if, if you can hit that um, trade. So Solana is one that I'd be interested in longing on a major pullback. You know the key level on the weekly. Obviously, you want to confirm that with uh, lower time frame uh, trade setups because you don't want to be trading on the weekly. But the weekly is a fantastic level to look at. And on, let's say, the one hourly, the four hourly, that's when you'd actually be entering. Okay, let's move on to uh, a new subset of tokens. These are the tokens that haven't moved. I know Rune and Solana have moved aggressively, and we are playing the buy-the-dip game, I guess, on those ones. Um, but some of the coins I want to talk about now actually haven't really moved. Now, they have moved, because the whole market's moved, but just not as much. Like, Polygon hasn't done a, a 5x like Solana has, or a you know, 6-7x like Rune has. It is significantly up, of course, but there is a really interesting narrative starting to brew here, and that's the ZK narrative. So if you actually remember back to earlier in the year, January, February, some of the strongest performers alongside like AI and LSDs uh, were the ZK coins. There was a lot of ZK hype, and Matic being your biggest coin in this ZK basket of coins tends to be a market leader, and it also happens to have this big announcement happening on November 14th, which is garnering a bit of steam. So I think Polygon could be a decent play as a leader of the the ZK sector, um, if ZK starts to wake up. Because right now we're in this rotational market. We saw Solana rotate into Avalanche. We saw that rotate into Phantom. We saw gaming pop off. We're seeing all these narratives pop off. AI popped off last week. I think next, a narrative that hasn't really popped off, but one that did in January is ZK. So Maddox definitely one of them. In terms of, of trading this, you do have your major support at 76, but what I would be more interested in is a break of the 92 cent level on the four hourly. Any confirmation above this level would be a decent entry in my opinion. And you can see this level mapped out on the daily chart as your key resistance that we're currently trying to test at the moment. If we break that level, then suddenly we can look at a scenario that happened earlier in the year in February, as I said, during that ZK run, where Matic ran all the way to 150. A 150 Matic in this run is not out of the question at all. In fact, I think it could happen if ZK gains steam. So that's what I'm keeping my eye on. Um, now let's talk about some of the other ZK protocols. But before we get into that, um, while we're speaking on the topic of Polygon, if you do want to earn any yield on the Polygon side, you can go to the farming page on SmartX, which is one of our official show partners. It's an AMM, which reduces the negative effects of impermanent loss and sometimes leads to impermanent gain that currently offers some of the most competitive, in fact, the best um, rates on the Polygon side for yield farming. So you can see in front of you, you've got 30 to 40% APRs on a variety of 
pools, which as I said, have a mechanism which reduces impermanent loss, which is obviously one of the biggest headaches when it comes to LPing in crypto. So I highly recommend using the link in the description below to check out SmartX if you are interested in farming, or you can also do swapping on SmartX uh, and get some of the best swap rates in the market as well. Link in the description below to check out SmartX. They've got some big announcements coming soon uh, that I'm excited to share with you as well. So stay tuned for that. So let's talk about some of the other ZK protocols. So if Matic starts to make a run here, what will I long? Well, I'm going to long the leaders. I'm not going to try and pick the laggards in this sector. I want to pick the strongest coins in this sector. If we look back to the last run, as I mentioned in the, at the start of the year, some of the best performers were Mina Protocol, Loop Ring, Mute, and Dusk. So these are the ones I'm looking at because the market's really familiar with them. I think there's a bit of synergy here with that narrative and these coins. So those are some of the ones I'm looking at. But whatever leads in this sector after Polygon, those will be the ones that I'm interested in. And you can see Polygon and Immutable, the two biggest CK protocols, have run. But a lot of the others haven't run yet. So I think it's a narrative that's flying slightly under the radar. But I think it'll catch up quick once it starts to gain steam. So as a rotational play, this is definitely one that I'm interested in this week. Another one I'm interested in, which is already starting to pump, but probably has a little more upside left in it, is Say Network. Now, we know how explosive these career pumps have been in recent times. Pretty much every token that's been listed on Korean exchange upbit has exploded. We saw this earlier in the year with Sui and Aptos. We've recently seen it with Mina Protocol. Now we're seeing it again with Say being the number eight ranked token for trading volume on its pair on upbit. So Say is definitely one that I'm watching. It's catching a strong career pump. It has moved. But Say is what I would call a new coin, right? Um, it's a coin that has launched in the bear market. It's newer. It has pumpamentals because there's less underwater bag holders. And it still is down from its ori original um, trading price on its first day. Not from IDO price, uh, but from the, the peak that it hit on its first day because it had a huge pump, ended up coming back down. It did hit its low of, what is it, like 0.09 here. Um, it's now started to move back up to 0.15, but that's less than a 2x on a coin that has, as I said, pumpamentals. Um, it's obviously a trading blockchain built in the Cosmos ecosystem. So some interesting stuff with Say. If you do want an entry here, I mean, you could look to get an, an initial position, but if you're using leverage, you want to be careful. I mean, this is kind of not really a great place to trade. Obviously, on the one hourly, you might be able to find, it depends how, like if you're trading breakouts, you could probably look for like a breakout of this trend here. By the time you're watching this video, it might be too late. So the best I can do for you is actually looking on the four hourly and showing you these key support levels. There's the 0.1344 level. If we do get some sort of confluence with the horizontal and diagonal trend here, this would be a great pocket to buy in. But any zone along this major support zone will be an area that I load up. But it does depend on your trading strategy. If you are a high leverage trader, you want to be a lot more precise. Me, I'll either go in this with spot or super low leverage. So I'm not so concerned about getting the exact entry. I'm just trying to really catch it for the uptrend. So depends how you trade, of course. If you're trying to snipe that entry, got to be a lot more careful. For me, a uh, much lower leverage um, than your average person because I found that's what works for me because I don't have time just personally to sit in front of my computer all day and snipe entries. That's not me. I realized a long time ago that doesn't work. I prefer to just go in with spot. I'll go in with much more size. Um, so let's say instead of taking a 2K position, I'll take, let's say, a 10K or a 15K spot position, and then I can't get wrecked on margin, um, which has been helping me a lot. Or I'll just go in with like a 3X leverage position. So it, it would take a lot to shake me out of a trade. So that is one I'm looking at. Similarly to say, another coin that has 
Pumpamentals, and has shown this in recent times, as another new coin is Celestia. Remember guys, the new coins can pump so much harder than the old coins in the market, and that's why I've been saying for a long time, you should definitely keep your eye on the new coins from a both accumulation and a trading perspective. Celestia, by the way, is one, if you've been following me on Twitter, that you may have gotten an airdrop for, because I did uh, an airdrop guide last year, and I included Celestia, and this could end up being one of the most lucrative airdrops of the year. Congrats to anyone that watched that guide or watched my tweet and got involved, because right now, if you held your Celestia bag, you'd probably be sitting on a bit of a fortune. Um, I mean, maybe only, you know, one to $2,000, but for some people, it could be a lot more if you use multiple wallets. So I think this one is fantastic. And there's a few people that have been coming out and saying that it's this cycle's soul. SmartestMoney.eth, it's an account I respect. Um, the number one coin M PL trader on Binance. That's pretty crazy. That is very crazy, actually. Uh, has added spot to a massive seed position, quote unquote. Um, and basically said, watch and learn, wannabes. These guys out here buying salt while I'm buying the next Solana. Big call. But, I mean, the market cap's reasonably valued. 700 mil. Okay, 5 bill is a lot. But we know in the short term, the circulating supply definitely goes to dictate how explosive the price moves can be. Market cap, 700 mil's reasonable at rank 71. Calling it the next salt. I don't know. I like this one. I like it as a spot play, but not maybe after this massive pump. In terms of a trade, though, super interesting. Now, actually, on this support trend, you'll notice a lot of coins are following the same trend. They have a diagonal uptrend. As long as they stick to that trend, you long if they start to break down below. Um, you've got to be a little bit wary. But they've also got these horizontal support levels that, that they make after their retracements. So this is actually a good one to long. There's a, a couple of levels here for you to look out for on the one hourly on Celestia. So that's an interesting one. And let's move into some of the final narratives here. I've got two more uh, to share with you. And both of these include a variety of altcoins. So the first one is Perpetuals. I think if this volatility is to remain in the market, we could definitely see Perpetuals performing well. We're starting to see a catch-up in terms of price and fundamentals, despite that not being the case a couple of weeks ago. And if you see in front of you, volume is performing really well. This is perps trading season. This is an on-chain aping season. This is a, the season where people are trading perps. I think the centralized exchanges are doing the best. That's where most people are trading. Uh, but I think the DEXs could catch up. And for this reason, as well as the fact that I think volatility could remain for the foreseeable future, I think the perp dexes remain super interesting looks at the moment. Not for short-term trades this week, but over, let's say, the medium term. So two to three months, maybe even six months. So these are definitely ones I've got my eye on. DYDX, I'm going to do a video on this week. That's a very interesting trade. GMX and Games Network being the ones that are kind of your Dex, Perp Dex proxies and a few others. And as you can see on the weekly, a lot of these are barely moved. So especially like GMX and Games, they're a very interesting look in my opinion. And if you do want to snipe better entries on, on a coin like GMX, I recommend you use Kyber AI, which is a software that basically tells you the momentum of a coin based on a variety of on-chain indicators, like the number and types of trades, trading volume, net flow to whale wallets. And what I would do on a coin like GMX um, is essentially if you're lining up a buy and let's say you want to start uh, buying when momentum shifts, what I would look for is a pattern like this, where it shifts from bearish into bullish territory. Now, since this video is not live, you're going to have to open your, up your own Kyber AI using the link in the description below to see where it currently is. But right now, this would actually be potentially an interesting place to long GMX if on the lower timeframes, um, it lines up with what the Kyber score is showing, which is basically bearish price momentum, 
shown by a, a strong reversal. So heading back into bullish territory. As you can see, buys are now starting to outpace sells and volume is also upticking across GMX. All of those are metrics that go into the Kyber score. Kyber score is one of my favorite metrics in crypto. If you go to rankings, you can actually sort by market cap. I love doing this. So I go more than 500 million for the large caps that you can actually trade perps on. And you can see which coins are looking the most bullish. This can help you get entries in the market, especially in a bullish market like this. Searching for the bullish coins can be an amazing way, especially using on-chain analysis to get better trading entries. So link in the description to check out Kyber AI. It's an extremely useful tool, especially for Confluence with getting trading entries and crypto bad to subscribers will get early access versus the rest of the pack. So link in the description below. Of course, it's free. So not shilling you anything paid. It is a free service to use. The last narrative I want to talk about quickly is one I think people are forgetting about. It has had a bit of a pullback, um, but it's the gaming narrative into YGG. The reason I say people are forgetting, people aren't forgetting about gaming. There's a lot of talk about crypto gaming on Twitter, but I think they're forgetting about one of the biggest gaming conferences in five days time, starting on November 18th. It lasts for a week. There definitely could be some, I mean, a lot of the major projects are speaking there, so there could be some interesting announcements. And even if not, I think there's bound to be hype into that conference. So for that reason, definitely keep your eye on the gaming projects. There's two in particular that I like. YGG, because it's their conference, and this is now having a pullback into a decent zone, uh, in my opinion. And also GMT, which on the weekly, and I know, once again, you don't enter short-term trades on the weekly, but on the weekly, if it can pull back down into this pocket at point twenty-two and confirm this is support, um, and if you line that up with your lower time frame uh, indicators, of course, that could be a decent zone also to enter a GMT trade. So gaming is something I'm not going to fade. The Bs are, are kind of going from one narrative to another, but gaming's one that I've got my eye on ahead of the conference. So I hope you enjoyed this video. These are all the narratives I'm looking at right now, mostly short-term, some medium to long-term. Hope you enjoyed. This was fast. It was alpha-packed. Let me know in the comments below if there are any other coins I should look at, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace out.